When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from iLikeYou.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome to Hugh at Home. I'm Tracy Koga. Today it's all about getting together with old friends, so we're gonna start the show off doing just that. Let's head into the Hugh chat room and I welcome back the Hugh crew with all of their great stories for 2021. Well, this is one very, very special show and I'm so happy I've got Charlotte here in person, live, I I keep on saying live. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am so happy to be here, and uh, it's been a long time. I know, I know, and it's nice just to see, look, you've got some sexy black leather pants. Like, I think for, what, two years, we've just seen the tops of our, from our uh, waist up. But I guess yeah, this year again, right, Charlotte, it's, it's been a whirlwind, but also there's been some really important things that you have done, especially with uh, Live Your Truth. Yeah, Robin and I have had just an incredibly exciting and busy year and uh, just really working on more companies and organizations introducing peer support and what that looks like in their their company or their organization and and seeing the value in it and then seeing the impact it has once it's been implemented so we were just Rob and I were just working with Winnipeg Transit last week so there's a whole bunch of bus drivers now with the tools to be awesome peer supporters and uh, we're really looking to see where that goes Um, and uh, and then we've got our, our normal um, peer support training that we have for healthcare and running our last one of the year starting on Monday. So we've got, I think, about 24 people coming on and uh, from all organizations across Canada and the United States. And, uh, and they're really excited. And, and we're excited, too, to start. When you kind of think of it, even like when we started going virtual and even before that, uh, peer support wasn't like a common thing, right? Like it was still it's still in its infancy and, and look at where it is now and it is so important. To, and you know what, what I love about it? Anybody can really be a peer support person, right? Totally. And you know, it, it's been around for a long, long time. It's just getting a lot more attention, which is, mm-hmm. which um, I'm a huge fan of that because I know in my family story peer support had a huge impact and uh, I saw what it it had on my daughter but it also on me and and I know for many people it could be something that could make a huge difference I'm not saying it's it's everything like you know some people need um, clinical some people need therapy but it's whatever works for you and I know um, the families that we work with and uh, they're just like where's this been I'm so glad we have it well you know what 
besides all of these things that you've been so busy on, I've missed the conversation. So I'm going to open up the door and let all of our beautiful, beautiful souls come in. You know what? It is so great to see all of you, Amy, Linda, and Cynthia. It has been way too long. Now living in London. And, uh, okay, I'm going to start with you. Cynthia, this year has been a big year for you, too. I've followed you on LinkedIn, um, you know, all of the projects you've been working on. So fill us in, girl. Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, I mean, I continue doing the education. I've worked with some absolutely amazing organizations this year. Um, you know, I think probably the proudest was a multiple repeat sessions with LinkedIn, the company. <laughs> um, they found me on LinkedIn and... Yeah, it's led to a wonderful relationship that's evolving, will continue to evolve in, in 2022. Um, you know, I worked with a few folks on the coaching um, kind of space. I'm kind of stepping away from that. I, it's, it's more like I see myself as within my gender identity practice, much more as a consultant and specialist rather than as a coach. Uh, and so really it's kind of had a pivot. So on LinkedIn, you would have seen that um, partnered with a whole bunch of cohorts. So um, I, I don't remember them all, um, <laughs> but I just had one that uh, um, had my first client engagement through that. Um, that was here in London. Um, and so we did it digitally. That was amazing. Um, they brought 40 individuals to the table. It's a company of 5,000. They want to train everyone. <laughs> so um, uh, I'd probably be doing some more of that in 2022, I expect. Um, other ones is just a, a startup cohort um, right there in Winnipeg that I am bringing my gender identity lens to as well. Um, also working with, um, met these amazing individuals. We have started um, probably one of the most unique things, uh, something we're calling Pride Superheroes. And Pride Superheroes are three queer coaches, consultants, backgrounds who have the ability to help teach others how to be their own superhero. And you don't have to be queer to necessarily um, journey that, but um, our focus is really helping businesses help their marginalized uh, communities um, really you know, find their strength, find their voice, um, become their own superhero. So that's, that's a brand new cohort. I'm working with an amazing gentleman out of Israel, um, an amazing woman out of, she's Italian, but she's based in Portugal right now, and myself here in the UK. Um, and our goal is global, is to create this amazing global network of superheroes. So um, yeah, that's just some of the things that uh, uh, we've been working on and, um, you know, I've been blessed to, again, you know, have lots of really unique individual engagements and made some wonderful connections. Um, yeah, so. But do you miss us? <laughs> well, I, I do. You know what? I, I mean, I, I miss not only this amazing crew, I miss, you know, all of my friends. Um, I mean, I did have my, my daughter after two years. Um, during a university break, she uh, popped over and came and visited me for the first time in two years. Um, not gonna lie, that was a hard one to say goodbye um, to. So, you know, I allowed myself a moment to let those feelings 
out and to express them and um, yeah. But she's back working on finals at, uh, in Saskatchewan there um, as she's in law school. So yeah, um, that's been exciting and I absolutely miss everyone. Um, but I also find, you know, uh, making an amazing group of friends here. Um, but this also still feels like home, um, oddly enough, um, even though Winnipeg was home for 40, 40 some years. Um, right now, London feels like home. So, yeah. Well, that's good. We're, 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 we're happy that you're happy, Cynthia. And we're oh, just so, so, so glad that you could join us. And hello, Miss Rana. How are you? I actually forgot how to work Zoom there for a second. I'm good. Hi, everyone. Amy, Linda, Cynthia. Yes. Who's in the chair? I can't see. Oh, Charlotte. It's me, Charlotte. Oh, hi. How's it going? <laughs> there we go. Amy, I know that you have to leave, you know, early, too, to go pick up your daughter. But uh, you've had a busy year, too. So fill us in, Amy, with all your work. And then, of course, I Am Love Project. Oh my, well, definitely a busy year, um, but um, I, I don't know, this year I, I feel like I've pulled back from a lot of speaking engagements and just really being out there and really taking the time to um, be a mom. I feel like I haven't done that in quite a while. So again, still taking advantage of this whole COVID situation and uh, and being a lady, being a mom, working, I have a full-time job, and then I am love. I am love has... Um, We've been working on a, quite a few things. We have launched our new collection of our bracelets and there's bangles and there's um, beautiful earrings. Um, that was um, <laughs> that was a lot of hard work. And then we have a new collection coming out called XOXO by I Am Love. So they're, 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 there's 12 necklaces and they all feature someone's story, someone's recovery story, whether that's addic addictions or mental health or being incarcerated. Um, just women that is strong, that is re resilient, that's ready to conquer the world. And that's coming out shortly. So I'm really, really excited about that. Um, and then just seeing everyone's faces and being able to go out again. And I know at the beginning we were talking about, oh, um, people traveling in Arizona. My friend just got back from Scottsdale. And again, same thing, no masks, all hugs, um, great weather. And it seems like nothing has changed for them. And I'm, I'm really, really looking forward. I'm starting to live that life where I'm just going out, not really listening, tuning into the news that much. It is really, I, I'm putting it behind me um, and just embodying, I'm going into 2022 with a different mindset, with a different energy. And um, yeah, that's about it. Wow, <laughs> like, like a chill Amy, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, when we first met, girl, you were like, Ooh, like going this and doing this and doing that and you know what um yeah it, it is wonderful just to see cool amy <laughs> trying to i mean i get fomo every so often being on instagram and saying oh well they're doing this and they're doing that and i'm like oh well i'm not doing anything and um and really, really, that was interesting to kind of work on that um, in terms of like myself and being just like, no, that's okay. That's okay. I've, I've, I've done that. And there's much more to come in the near future, right? Yeah. Just oh, and I just want to share actually a story and, and you might appreciate this too. So a girlfriend of mine, Amy, bought 
a bracelet uh, with her mother uh, for their daughter-in-law. And mm -hmm. uh, the bracelet came and, and she opened that up and it wasn't what they ordered. So she went back online and uh, said, sorry, this wasn't what we ordered and, you know, I'll, can we return it? And, uh, they, and so instantly they got a message back from I Love Project. Um, I am love project and they said oh we're so sorry they sent out the bracelet the correct one and they said keep that bracelet that we sent by accident and pass it and give it to somebody else oh, uh, nice. and, and she said oh, I, she got all teary-eyed talking about that to me and she says please tell Amy you know share that story so you know what practice what you preach I appreciate that thank you yeah yeah no, it, it was really sweet, and it's like like all of us right here. You know, yeah. we always have that I, kind of compassion. I remember that, and then I think um, they emailed back, and they're like, you know what? That was like the best email ever. I actually want to pay for the bracelet. Yes, yeah, she did, yeah. Okay. So well, anyways, there are there are good hearts in their city, and you know what? Yeah. Hey, makes the day, right? Oh, I know, and, and Amy, I love your wire bracelets. I was uh, looking mm -hmm. on it. Uh, your advertising's working because it came across Instagram as I had some time last night, and I went, and I'm oh. the worst person. I can't order stuff online, so I have to get somebody to do it because I always mess up. <laughs> so my conversation with my daughter was, could you order these for me? And, and then it was, is that a birthday, a Christmas present? And anyway, yeah. hoping. Hey. They're beautiful. Really like Thank them. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and the ears are really great. The clear cords, the rose cords, they're, they're little tiny dainty earrings. They're, they're so cute. And they've been like selling like hotcakes at like the fork. So I'm really excited with this, um, being able to expand the collection in the mm -hmm. last year, which took a lot, a lot of work. But oh. I'm glad. Great feedback. Thank you so much, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's great. Okay, Linda, you get the uh, check mark for the most festive. I didn't know there was a, a contest, but I will take yeah. that. You will take that to the bank. Yes, and you've been busy too. How is how is life? How is the podcast? Everything? You know, uh, how is everything? Everything is, well, I'm feeling festive. Festive as right now. Um, and, oh, maybe I'm not supposed to swear on there. I'm not sure, but. <laughs> oh, you just did. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, oh. And. You know, I'm really looking forward to the new year. One of the things, as a coach, um, I, you know, I market my stuff all the time in different ways. You know, I do a lot of networking. I'm on social media um, because I, I, I really do find social media quite fun. And But something that I've learned recently that really has made the whole marketing business process more fun is to really show up as myself, like just 100% myself so that the people who want to work with me are like drawn in. Like they're like, yes, the chick in the sequins with the unicorn behind her, like that's for me. And for other people would be like, no, like she's swearing, she's, you know, like it's Sunday morning and she's wearing sequins, it's too much. They, they are just like, they're happily go find somebody else that would work with them better. So to me, it's been, especially this, this last three months have been this just really coming home to myself. And I love what you said, Cynthia, about, you know, you're feeling home right now where you are, even though you've been there for a short time. And that to me says like, you're just at home in yourself, you know, you're at home 
in who you are, and you get to bring that wherever you go. So that's kind of how I feel right now. Like I've come home to myself. I get to, it makes the whole process of marketing so much easier and so much more delightful because it's not this like, you know, cramming into a, a model that says, you know, you have to show up consistently, post three times a day, you know, um, touch their pain points. I don't want to touch any of your pain points, quite frankly. Like (laughs) I, you know, I, so it's, it's just, it's been a really interesting time. And, uh, I feel like you, Amy, like, I feel like we've come out the other end of the pandemic a bit. And I was at, um, the uh, Winnipeg Chamber State, I, I can't remember what they call State of the Province. Uh, I was really excited to see the first woman premier speak. And uh, she is, talk about somebody being at home with themselves. Uh, she's just a very um, approachable person. She's um, she's a mom. She's just, she's just, seems like herself and I was also struck um, by what you were saying Tracy was just how wonderful this city is I was sitting next to a man an older gentleman and he had started a school for immigrant children about 20 years ago that's still running Um, and I was sitting at a table full of people who support people with um, mental challenges and all the work that they do there was somebody who was doing um had a business that promoted merchandise for lgbtq plus people and i was really struck that how incredibly fortunate we are to live in this city with people who are so genuinely caring we we care so deeply about our community and about our people and you know, I, I couldn't be happier to have been a part of the Hugh crew this past year um, because hearing all of your stories and the fact that you, you know, you you take the time to highlight, you know, people with um, uh, mental illness and people who have challenges and how we can all come together. I've just been so appreciative of this whole group and have been delighted to be part of this journey. So thank you. Well, the journey is going to continue because, I mean, we can't let all of this brilliance go to waste. So (laughs) and speaking of brilliance, that leaves me with Rana. And Rana, I've missed you, but I've seen postings and you've been working hard. And always again, you know, a big support. (laughs) 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 But you are a big, big supporter of our Indigenous community. So. I, let's talk about the 2021 has been like a, a big year for a lot of, I guess, revelations. Um, can I say that or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, I think uncovering, I think, okay, <laughs> mainstream, mainstream people uncovering things that indigenous people have been screaming about for decades. Um, so yeah, no, there, there's been a lot. I think that there's been some really powerful moments. I think uh, Orange Shirt Day, uh, No Pride and Genocide. Um, you know, there's been a lot of very powerful 
um, meaningful moments. Um, but I think, you know, it just it doesn't end with a walk. It doesn't end with, you know, wearing a T-shirt and, you know, making it trendy. That's It's beautiful. It's powerful. But, you know, it's, it's like any other um, challenge. I think I, I still see a lot of um, people struggling with, with terms, um, you know, like colonizer, um, genocide, not. <laughs> so I'm going to remove this, but like the term colonizer, the term genocide, um, you know, there's still there's still a lot of that conversation, and it's sometimes coming from the same people who are uh, front and center for um, when it comes to uh, walks. So you'll see them at the walk, and then like 20 minutes later, they'll be like, yeah, 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 but not that. So there is a lot. There's a lot of caring for sure. You know, um, you know, I echo I echo Linda's sentiment. You know, like Winnipeg is definitely a very caring, gen- generous. Um, kind place and we're kind of like the small town in the big you know we're we we have our uniqueness um, about that but just when it comes to really um, you know very difficult emotionally charged issues I think we we're we're getting there you know and I think um, there's a lot of hope when we see what happened in 21 and I think that's 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 a good way to to go forward yep. you know a lot of good things happened a lot of bad things happened um you know we we just had another death by um by you know an rcmp or winnipeg police up north a few few days ago uh, that family was you know on on you know they had the press conference two or three days ago there's still been a lot of a lot of death a lot of violence um at the hand of institutional in, institutions um so there is still a lot you know so but yeah you know and other another than that for me you know work is work and i'm loving it every day and i'm enjoying life and i'm going out i'm like amy you know <laughs> i'm out you know i got my booster booked for next week uh not even that, this week so i'll get my you. booster shot this week super excited yeah so you're living life i i'm living life yeah oh well that's so Definitely. good all right and then I see Susie. Oh my goodness! Kind of. So nice to see everyone's faces. It's so <laughs> great. I know. I only wish I could make the studio bigger, which I think I might. So then, you know, I think by the new year, January, February, you know, we can at least all. We sit took together. for granted all that time that we had in the in the studios, didn't we? I know. We did. We did. So okay. We really did. Fill us in, <laughs> then, Susie, on 2021. Thoughts on 2021? It flew by. <laughs> it really did. Like when December uh, came upon us, I was quite surprised actually, because I don't know where the year went. Um, but yeah, 2021 was, um, I don't want to say it was a horror show, but I mean, <laughs> it was not better than 2020, I don't think, except for the vaccine and having my my youngest vaccinated now is great. That is the only sort of highlight um, for me kind of thing. I think that we are still going to be dealing with a lot of the um, uh, struggles that uh, the pandemic has kind of highlighted. And um, I think the return to work um, conversation is still not the right one that we're having, actually. And um, I think that a lot of the return to work conversation really needs to be framed around how commuting contributes to climate change. And we really need to be rewarding and incentivizing employers and workplaces 
to encourage their workers to work from home whenever possible. Not every employer can do that. I get that. So that's why the ones who can can help mitigate the ones who can't. And I think that that's the conversation that we really need to be focusing on as far as climate change is concerned. We are seeing so much um, uh, of the effects of what's happening, not just in our province with drought, but even in BC with the flooding and everything like that. We we have the opportunity to take stock and to do things differently. And I don't think we're doing that in the right way. So that's sort of what I see on the horizon for 2022. Um, and you know what, I think that um, it's been nice to gather with with family and friends again in a safe and, um, and smart way. And I, I really am looking forward to that this holiday season. And I'm looking forward to um, to the next to the next sort of um, phase of I don't want to say getting out of this, but the next phase of getting to another level of safety. So that's the only way I can phrase that. Yeah. And then, so that's you personally, then too, right? Like, are you living it like some of us are doing it, or no, Susie? No. So for me, it's um, hmm. I I struggle with anxiety around large events, and uh, and going out into uh, the world again. I, I don't know how to sugarcoat that, but I, I do struggle with anxiety there for sure. Um, now that my daughter has her first shot, that alleviates a little bit of that, that, that calms that down for me a little bit. Um, but I still want to be safe. I still, and I've said this before, even when we first started this, I am never letting anybody breathe on me ever again. I'll be masking up when I'm in large crowds. I will not be getting close to feel your breath on my face. That horrifies me. No, thank you. Um, and so I think that, you know, what that, um, what that level looks like for each person is different. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not going to large events right now. I'm not, um, I'm not back into the full swing of things. I actually went out to an event a couple of weeks ago and I had to talk myself into it for like a full, like almost a week. And even like leading up to the event, I'm just like, you know what? Maybe you don't have to go. Da, 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 da. And it's just like, nope, we're going to go. We're going to be safe. We're going to, you know, do this and we're going to go. We don't have to stay for the whole thing, but we can go. And so I did. I stayed for a bit. And then when I started to feel that my energy was um, getting depleted, I left, you know, and I think that's okay. I think that we can expect much more from people. And I think that we have to really be gracious and compassionate with people who normally struggle with anxiety and who are going to be struggling with anxiety as we get sort of out back into um, quote unquote normal times. So, you know, whatever works for you, I think is best. And I think it's a really good lesson to define what that means for you and to put in place those boundaries that work for you and your family. Wow, I, and like that's such a great thing. Yeah. I mean, it's. Um, I mean, I kind of. Uh, there's a common uh, commonality in this conversation, yeah. right? People finding their their good spot, finding yeah. home. What works for them? Really proud of you, Susie. Um, and I know Amy was nodding through all of that because you figured out what's working for you, and uh, and that's amazing. And uh, and I know that's uh, a conversation I have with a lot of my friends. I'm like, hey, listen, it's whatever. You, what, you're comfortable with like if you want to get together great if you don't great I understand like you know it's, it's and having those conversations and um, I'm not going out as much as some of you guys are I'm still trying to get into that flow um, but I my partner's down in Arizona and he says there's no COVID in Phoenix like Linda's friend was saying and and he, he 
sent me a joke, but it's not really a joke. He said, how do you tell the Canadians in the Costco in Phoenix? And I said, how? They're the ones wearing a mask. <laughs> so, so there's like nothing with, you know, COVID down there. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Anxiety, though, it, it's there. Like Cynthia, too, right? It's just been sort of a, a roller coaster ride there in the yeah. UK. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we went into summer and the life that you're all talking about very much. Um, I've been attending large events. I've gotten my booster um, as well. And, um, you know, but we're at 45,000 cases a day right now. Oh, oh wow. Wow. And um, we're back to mandatory by law masking on public transport, anywhere indoors. Um, People don't like it. They're arguing against it. Um, yeah, so they're really trying to prevent that we don't go into lockdown uh, for the holidays um, is where we're at because we've now got, well, I haven't listened to the news because I was out staying with friends for the, the weekend um, and I came back into London uh, for this event. And it was, um, you know, I think we're got a few hundred cases of that brand new variant are here in the UK already. So um, welcome to the next wave. Yeah. Um, it is, you know, I, 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 without talking on the politics side, I mean, the one statement I heard from the government that I really agree with was, is that it was a matter of learning to live with this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And whatever that means for each of us as to how we want to live with it. Um, for me, it's a much more fully engaged life. I'm going to large person events. I've taken on a side job as a hostess at parties. So yeah, I mean, I'm totally out socializing, um, engaging, but um, if you're on transport, you're in public, you're masking um, and really hoping that the vaccines uh, protect us um, at this point. Crazy, crazy times. I mean, uh, yeah. so for Ron Rana, like, I mean, too, like we've often talked like on I mean this whole kind of crazy world that we live in like being single and meeting and how do you like how do you meet people and we we covered all of that before but mm, like it's you don't you know no, no it's not that um I don't know it's complicated it's probably not a topic I want to talk about today at all um, <laughs> no not on a Sunday morning touchy yeah. subject touchy subject today for sure um no but it is difficult and I don't know. I'm just in a different headspace altogether. Uh, just about human beings and I don't know. I hate to be the downer, but I think people are just, people are pretty awful sometimes. You know what I mean? And I think that, um, I think sometimes, you know, when you're like, I don't know, 35 plus, you, you, I don't know, you tend to give people more chances than they really deserve, maybe. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, we have to be like pretty solid about, uh, your own values and what's acceptable to you in your world and your life. And um, I don't think that, you know, because you can't date because it's COVID or because you're online and like all these things should should uh, minimize the importance of those core things. Um, so when it comes to that, I mean, believe me, I'm learning my lessons. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, I know it's hard, but I don't re it's not really a thought in my mind right now at all. I'm kind of over it done i don't really care <laughs> right now i'm just i want to work and i just you know i'm really enjoying um you know just on the note of going out like i've been actively going out you know you guys are all on my social media you know i'm literally out 
almost every night. Um, you know, and there's things um, that give me comfort uh, when I go out. Um, I appreciate the fact that uh, people are masked walking in. I appreciate the vaccine checks are very solid. You mm-hmm. will not walk into 90% facilities in this city for dinner if you are not vaccinated or if you don't have proper identification. So, you know, kudos to those institutions who are literally just making things work. Um, you know, you literally getting up from a table to go to the bathroom, your masks are on, no one, you know, like there's things that are just comforting. Um, and I think that for me, those things matter. And then I'm also like Susie, you know, like there's a part of me that doesn't like, I definitely am not going around hugging strangers, which is something I used to definitely do, which is very, which is very different for me, you know, but, um, you know, I have my core group of people. I'm I'm very aware of who they are, what they're about, what their family lives are about. They're part of my family day-to-day life. Um, I talk to them all the time, so there's that. But on the same note, I know people, uh, even with the vaccine, who have gotten COVID, um, very mild. And this is a super important point. It is not going to put you in the hospital 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So that is what we're trying to avoid. We're trying. It's just like getting the flu vaccine. When we get the flu vaccine, I still get the flu. I had it. You know, I got the flu vaccine like um, last, I would say, maybe three or four months ago. I still got the flu, but it didn't kill me. Right. <laughs> so I think that there's some really important parts about that. And I think there's a lot of misconception about that, um, about, oh, well, now there's these variants and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, there's variants and we'll continue on and we'll move on and we'll do what we have to do. But I think that this city deserves credit because all of our restaurants are just perfect. They're beautiful. They're full. People are happy. People are doing what they do, but they're being very cautious and we're protecting each other. So Mm -hmm. I think that's pat on the back for everyone who has the, who has the stability, like who feels stable enough because I didn't for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like it took me a while to get like, and I was where Susie is right now scared excuse my language scared and then i kind of slowly 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 made my way into it and now i feel pretty good about it so it is scary but i think you know it does help um it does help give you a sense of there is something normal in this world you can go and sit across from somebody you love and care about and have a really good conversation in person and it just takes time you know and susie you know like i i appreciate where you're at and you know i'm sending you a lot of love and strength because it's hard. Um, and I had to really push myself and I had to make that decision being like, you know what, I'm a social person. If I don't start to see people, I will literally totally be a different person. Like I knew that I was losing myself, right? So that's kind of why I had to push myself. But uh, like everyone else, it was not an easy thing to do to just, you know, roll into a restaurant with like 30, 40 different people when you've been isolated for so long, right? But you'll get there and um, it does help. It does help. You know. I uh, I'm I'm really good in um, like in malls and restaurants. I'm okay because they seem like smaller spaces. Yeah. But it's the it's the like bigger like big events like arenas like when I see people at concerts and stuff like that like that just does not. And maybe mm-hmm. it's because I'm seeing it and I'm imagining it versus being there. I, I don't know, but um, to me yeah. it just seems such a big leap. <laughs> but I know I'll get there one day. But today is just if you want. Hard. You know, yeah. if you want, right? Yeah. And so, to be fair, okay. like you say, you're a social person. I'm, in, I'm embracing my introvert that has been trying to tame me for years. So <laughs> I'm okay with that. 
I'm yeah, a fake because, social person. Let, yeah, yeah. Let, let, let me you know, clarify. Like you, like you, you're out in the public eye, right? So you kind of have to force, and, and and I've been in the same position, like where you kind of have to force yourself to be on and to yeah. do things even when you don't necessarily feel up to it, right? So yeah. for years, I had to do that. And now, like these last couple of years have been like, oh, okay, I can actually like say no to things and like not do things and like be okay and say, yeah, I don't feel like that today. <laughs> or yeah, no, I'm not doing that today. Or, you know, like whatever. And I feel like that's really uh, liberating. So right. I, I agree with you. Uh, I went to a concert. So I've been to, I don't know, numerous off, uh, hockey games. And I don't even know why I'm not even into hockey, but I told I, <laughs> the story for a different time. But I do, I do support Winnipeg teams regardless. Whether I understand what's going on or not, I'm in. Now, uh, so I've been to a few hockey games, probably like seven, six, seven around, you know, in the past probably year. Um, and then I actually went to a concert. And so I'm not a country music fan, no offense. Like I just, I'm not, I've never been into it. Um, but but I went to a, I went to a uh, Ian Brody. Really? Yes, yes, yeah. I Oh. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun, and I it, I was like, man, I need to embrace this. I'm having a good time. Like I'm really <laughs> digging this too. Uh, meet somebody. But it was packed. Like it yeah. it was legit a full on, like mm-hmm. next to each other. Everyone sitting next to each other concert. Yeah. But again, um, people were very respectful. Mm-hmm. People were wearing their masks. People were, you know, there were people who would take them off when they were blah, 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 but, but 90% of the time, and the arena had very strict people, like had people oh, yeah. standing right in front, uh, mm-hmm. making sure that if a mask came off, and if you're not drinking, it's come, come right yeah. back on, and they will literally pull you. Mm-hmm. They'll literally be like you, mask on. So there's just some things in place that kind of make it better, but yeah, so I've been, I've so really- great. That's really so great, that's so assuring. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so great. there are a lot of things in place um, that make it less, Crazy. Like you make makes you feel less like what are you guys doing? So Linda, have you, you know? been uh, out in the boat? Well, you know, I was thinking about this when you were talking. The biggest one was last week to the um, the state of the yeah. province for the Winnipeg Chamber. That was the convention center, and there were twelve hundred people there. So wow, it, 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 there was a moment where I was I was oh my gosh, like I am <laughs> I am in Eunice. it. You're in it, yeah. I'm in it. Know. But you know what? The same as what um, uh, Rena and uh, Susie were saying. People were being very respectful. You mm-hmm. sat at the table. If you weren't eating or drinking, you put your mask on. You know, everything was checked. You know, your your IDs and your uh, vaccination cards. So I, I did feel a level of comfort that, you know, people were, were doing their best. I didn't feel that it was... Um, it was in any way, it, it, it just, it, it did feel safe to be out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like I'm venturing out more and more. I, I find myself sometimes forgetting that where we're at, and yes. that's kind of a nice feeling. It's, it's like, yeah. you know, running into the store and having to run back and get my mask because it's not top of mind is actually a very nice feeling. <laughs> um, so I, I would, uh, yeah, I, I'm feeling fairly, fairly safe and fairly um, optimistic about the uh, the next year, 2022. Seems odd to say 2022, but it's I coming. Know. It's coming. So, yeah. So yeah. I guess, ladies, I mean, um, Cynthia, 
What do you most want to see happen in 2022? Personal um, or, or whatever? I don't know. I mean, I'm really still working on what I want. I mean, at this point for me, um, 2022, I've got a number of kind of irons in the fire. Um, and I'd really like to have some of them kind of come home to roost. So some, um, you know, there's some uh, part-time work with a number of different contracts I would love to see come to fruition. And, you know, even open to, you know, quote, um, going out of self-employment, going back into employment. Um, and, you know, also my daughters challenged me to see if I can get out of the UK and get back to uh, Saskatchewan for June, oh. which is when she graduates uh, mm -hmm. law school. So oh. um, that's, <laughs> that's a challenge. That's, that's a, right now, that's a big ask for me. Um, and I'm just not sure how to make it happen. So that's front and center of my thinking of how do I make that happen? So, yeah. Wow. So some big, big asks, but I think maybe a big yes. year then. How about for you, Charlotte? Yeah. Gosh, 2022, um, one of the, the things that Kirsten and I have been working on, which we're most excited about, is um, the introduction of our nonprofit called All in Family. Mm -hmm. So um, we're having the announcement in January about that. And uh, so what does that look like? Um, what Kirsten and I have been doing um, has been housed under Robbins and my company, um, Robin Priest Live Your Truth, and, it, and it's supporting families, and it's um, part and parcel with the um, Peer Connections Manitoba and the Manitoba government, and my company is a free service that we support families, and uh, we've been coming up with some roadblocks, and the roadblocks are working in schools, and they said, you know, we can't work with you because it's housed under a for-profit company, and we're like, but it's free. <laughs> it's a free service. And they said, no, no. So um, All In has separated from uh, Robbins and my company, mm -hmm. and it's a standalone nonprofit. So we're super excited about it. And what that is, it's supporting families who are supporting somebody who has mental health um, and addiction you know, challenges. And uh, family to us is whatever family is to you. So we're running uh, support groups, um, there's navigation, there's how to, you know, how to just have conversations and, exactly. and how to have conversations with healthcare, how to have conversations with you know, your family members and things like that. So we're super excited about that. And, um, and everybody who works at For All In is of course trained <laughs> through Robin Priest Live Your Truth. So you know, it's still very uh, somewhat connected, but it's, uh, it really, it was, it was time for it to to go, be launched mm -hmm. and on its own. So I'm very excited about that. And 2022 for me and for Robin is, um, it's all about time and uh, still taking time for ourselves, but um, mm -hmm. time in, in growing our business, um, time in looking at um, different things like uh, we've been talking about doing certain projects and we, we don't have this time and, and when are we gonna make time? So it, it's planning so we can do all these things. And, uh, and um, you know, increasing the level of peer support mm -hmm. um, in, in our province would be awesome too, so. And lovely to see all of you ladies in person. That is my goal. Uh, yeah. We're going to expand the studio uh, and I want to continue these conversations on a more regular basis. And Cynthia, you will always be in our hearts and here. The, the chair is there waiting for you. And uh, uh, it's just so, so good to see everybody.
And I think 2022 is going to be a good year. Hey, what I, about you? What about me? Yeah, what about you? <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, you know, that's the same old, same old. <laughs> same old, same old. Um, yeah. I think I would like to have you more out there. Um, we've been kind of in the back little room doing all of these chats, and there's just so many dynamic people. And, uh, yeah, so that's my, my goal for 2022. So working with all of you and all of your projects, um, Rana and I think Susie, both of you should run for mayor. I would have a hard time, but I would support both of you. Um, you know, that's, that would be one of my goals. Yes. Yes, stop scrunching your face, Miss Bakari. <laughs> no, I just, you just caught me off guard. Um, no. I, I think is what it is. No, no. Yeah, it is what it is. But thank you so much. And Linda, you know, let's keep in touch. Life coach, you're finding your home. I mean, all of these things make so much sense. And you know what's really grounded me too. And I love all of you. You so. know, I just, um, when we're talking about 2022, I did a fantastic exercise the other day for planning. And it was an you know how we usually do the goal setting this time of year and we mm -hmm. think about our business and that's very high top of mind for me is my business. I'm loving it these days, um, working with different clients, helping them reach their goals. But the, the twist that I like to look at for planning for the future is asking myself, what conditions do I need to thrive? And really having that be the most important question that we ask ourselves. What do we need personally? And it looks different for everyone because some of us are introverted. Some of us are extroverted. Some of us, you know, like we all have these different needs and, and essences that light us up. But what do we need to thrive? And for me, that's outdoors. That's, you know, tea. That's time with my kids. That's, um, uh, you know, um, just all the things that make me feel energized. Put that in place first then put in place your vacations. Like I was thinking about you, Cynthia, trying, you know, wanting to get to the Saskatchewan. Put that in place. Put in place the treats that we get, like our massages and our nails or, you know, whatever makes us feel like, you know, we've gotten some sort of reward, something special that for us. Calendar those out and then put in your your goals after. And really, <laughs> the priority is energizing yourself because without that, nothing works. So uh -huh. what conditions do you need to thrive? That's the question to ask yourself right when you're thinking about the, the new year. I'll leave right. you with that. Okay. <laughs> On that note, Thank you all, ladies. Have a wonderful, happy holiday, spending it with family and friends. And uh, we'll see you all in the new year. Be in touch, or I'll be in touch. <laughs> Take care. Have a wonderful new Thank year, you. everyone. Bye, guys. Bye, -bye. Bye everyone. Thanks, Thanks, Tracy. Thank you, Charlotte.
want to give a very special thank you to all of our guests on today's show and leave you with this question. What is going to bring you comfort in 2022? We want to know, so send us an email to hello at ilikehugh.com or you can message us on Facebook and Instagram at ilikehew. But for now, like always, stay well and healthy, and we'll see you next time on Hugh at Home. And we'll leave you now with the premiere of Garrett Nealis' new single, Stumbling Home. I'm overconfident And I don't always see the consequence Ego gets all, think I know it all But you predict the fall just like you do Every time And you pull me from my vices That give me bad advice And I know that Yes, I know that That you deserve much better I keep trying to get there But I stumble Yeah, I stumble And you say Sometimes You're just a stranger in disguise I don't recognize, but baby, well, I know I can keep loving you with my eyes closed. I will. More stubborn than me is your loyalty And you always know the right punch to throw to make a man of me So look me in the eyes, get me down to size, make me realize That I, that I take it love for granted And live on second chances, you know that But you know that That I'll be running like a bandit Won't leave you empty-handed Back to you, every time And you say, sometimes you're just a stranger in disguise I don't recognize, but baby, well I know I can keep loving you with my eyes closed
listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. Hi, I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.